Make your website load faster or risk being ranked lower in Facebook's news feed. It's episode 332 of the Dan York Report. And on August 2nd, Facebook announced that they're now going to take website load time into account when ranking links to stories in people's news feed. They point out that certainly when you're on, especially when you're on a mobile device, it's frustrating to click or tap onto a link that goes to a page and it just goes and it waits slowly as that little bar starts to load across the top showing you the sites coming in. They estimate that uh, as many as 40% of website visitors abandon a site after three seconds of delay. And I could look at that in my own personal behavior. Just this morning, I was looking at a site on web, on Facebook's mobile app and I clicked on a link because it sounded really interesting to read. And it just sat there with the white screen and the little blue bar on the top kind of going across slowly. And it sat there and I had to do that calculation. Was that site really interesting enough for me to sit here and wait for my time? Now, of course, we can go back to the early days of the internet, right? When load times were a while and so you just waited. But now we've become accustomed to things loading so quickly that we're not willing to wait that long. Heck, you know, why waste the time? I can go on and watch something else. I can look at some other link. So Facebook says in this new update that they've done that they're going to be uh, taking an account of the estimated load time of web page um, from any link in the newsfeed on the mobile app. It says that they will include uh, factors such as the person's current network connection and the speed of the corresponding web page, etc., and uh, it says, if signals indicate that the web page will load quickly, the link to the web page might appear higher in your feed. And of course, the contrary, that if the uh, website will load slower, it will appear farther down. Now, they notice, they note, of course, that they've been taking many factors into account over many years and pieces like that. Um, and they give the example that they say, if you're on a slower internet connection that won't load videos, they will show you fewer videos and more text links and pieces like that. But uh, what they're telling us now is that they're going to do this. They, uh, they're going to start doing this. So for all of us as communicators, we need to make sure that we can make our pages load as quickly as possible. Uh, Facebook also put out a page called Best Practices to Improve Mobile Site Performance that talks about how you can make your page load quicker. Now, some of these are not things that are, you know, they're not miraculous. They're things we've been talking about for a long time. Here's here's their 10 speed best practices. They say minimize landing page redirects, plugins, and link shorteners. Yes, the more that you have building that page, the more plugins, the more pieces, the more components that take longer, the long, you know, the the longer it will take to load that page. Reducing the complexity of your pages is critical. It says uh, compress files to decrease mobile rendering time. Im number three, improve server response time by utilizing multi-region hosting, which I would interpret as doing something like use a CDN or something that allows you a content delivery network that allows you to go and, and make your network available to people all across the world in different ways. Um, number four, remove render, render blocking JavaScript. Number five, use a high quality, well, here's the CDN. Use a high quality CDN to reach your audience quickly. Number six, remove redundant data that does not impact how the page is processed. Number seven, optimize images, reduce file size without diminishing visual quality. Yes, how many times have I gone and seen that a page takes forever to load and it's because somebody's shipping an eight megabyte image down, which is designed to be like 8,000 pixels wide, 
when the reality is that most people are reading something on a screen that might display, you know, maybe 1200 pixels, something like that. So there's this, uh, but, but they stick this ginormous image up on the website thinking, well, it'll be great for anybody on big screens, etc. But you need to figure out some way to go and make it smaller or make it available in multiple sizes in different ways. It says, uh, another number eight, reduce the size of the above the fold content to prioritize visual content. Um, number nine, use asynchronous scripts to stream streamline page render time. This means as you start to load pieces in different parts, have it, you know, display the page and then start loading in content, you know, but get the page up there quickly. Something different than having to wait for all of that stuff to load before the page actually fully displays. And it says number 10, dynamically adjust the content for slower connections and devices. See what you can do on the site to ensure that if somebody comes over a slower connection, can you can you see that that's happening? Can you help adjust what you're sending them based on their on their uh, um, their connection quality? What it is now. All of these are factors to take into effect and, and more it goes back. I mean, the biggest things to me, again, are things like image size and about just in general, what are you doing to that page? How complex is it? How many pieces are there? How many different calls does it make? You know, we've done some studies over time and shown that many modern web pages, you know, to build the page, it actually requires about, in some cases, it can be up to a hundred different DNS queries and different HTTP queries to go and build some of these, you know, massive dynamic pages that are out there. Well, if not done right, those can go and create severe latency issues. You've got to make sure you can do that. Now, there's a whole number of tools that are out there. You know, I'm partial to uh, Google's PageSpeed Insights tool that they have out there. There's also uh, YSlow, a tool from uh, from Yahoo. There's a number of other ones, Web Page Test. Uh, there's a open source uh, Firefox add-on called PageSpeed that lets you go and do it. There's a whole number of tools out there. But if you're if you're using Facebook for traffic, which most of us are, that's a big uh, you know, one of the largest sources of traffic to websites that I work on is through Facebook links, actually far outstripping Twitter in most cases and other social networks. If you're cons if you're interested in that, if you want to ensure that those links are seen by people, then it's critical to go and look at uh, page load time. You got to do it. You know, you should do it in general just to make a better user experience for all of the people visiting your page. But now Facebook is giving you an additional step. We should note, of course, I should note that Google has said for a long time that this was something that they were also going to be taking into account. Others have said that over time. It's just good practice. Look at how fast your pages can load. What can you do to make them faster? How can you make them fit underneath that three second mark or even faster? What can you do? Now's that time because Facebook is giving you another reason to care about that or to justify the need to go and spend time doing this. That's all. I'd be curious about your comments. What have you done to make your pages load fast? What have you, what's been the most successful technique you've done? Um, what, uh, wh what do you think? What's the best way? What's the best techniques? Leave uh, comments here at soundcloud.com slash Dan York or anywhere you listen to this on social media. Um, and you can find more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Thanks for listening and bye for now.